Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So, what do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who is on the no-fly list for some reason, <laughs> Shay Kilmer. Uh, I always knew she was a security threat. Jeez and rice. Anyways, hello, my romantics, erratics, and curious people. If you guys love the show, like the skunk like stink, then please remember to subscribe to the Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others we'll mention at the end of the show. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. And how are you, my dear? Oh, just peachy keen. So you've heard that phrase before, never mix business with pleasure, right? Yes. And when we're talking about pleasure, you know, I'm not talking about like people you work with necessarily. That's a whole (laughs) nother topic on having sex with people that you work with. So I'm not really talking about that. I mean more like people you see around the workplace, like maybe customers or colleagues Um, People you do business with, like sales representatives, that sort of thing. So they're not necessarily employees, Mm -hmm. but they're people you kind of see on a regular basis. And in those situations, you know, flirting happens. You see attractive people. They're being probably a little more friendly than they normally would be. Yeah, I remember I used to work for like a hospital group and I went to all the different locations and at this one location, there was always this really attractive rep. And most of these reps are really attractive because it helps sell. Yeah, of course. And he was so flirty. Ooh, (laughs) and it's. It's part of the business to be flirty, to be personable, to be attractive because you, you want the company to want you to be there yeah, and I, want you to engage with people. So right, it's like the female pharmaceutical reps that you see out there. Yeah. But think like male version. Ooh, Ooh, Ooh buddy. Down girl. Hold me back. Down girl. <laughs> but yeah, so they would like purposely come in all of the time. And a lot of times they used to bring us like lunches and like of goodies. Of course they did. Of course they did. Until like they nixed it because they're like, it's unprofessional because some people might bring you your favorite stuff and like try to bribe you. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So just let everyone bring us in lunch and goodies and then it's not bribery because everyone's bringing it. Yeah, and these guys, I mean, if I was one of them, I wouldn't just be bringing you this stuff to try to make the sale. You know, the the office was filled with attractive women who work there. I'd also be doing it to try to get laid. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anywho's, 
So it makes sense why like those people are flirty and whatnot. But like I've come to find a lot of patients and even like when I was in the service industry, a lot of customers Mm -hmm. would try to like they would think that we're flirting with them when we're just doing our damn job. Yeah, (laughs) there's a lot of people who don't. One of my cardinal rules is don't flirt with people who are paid to be nice to you. Right. And that is all of my positions I've been in since I was, I don't know, 14. Well, no, that I think I was 15. But like, Hope what the hell? doing that. Oy. It, it like, and it was so funny when I used to work at this pizza joint. <laughs> there was, I can remember this clear as day. There was a guy with his 17-year-old son. And mind you, I was like probably 21, 22 at the time. So I'm really close to his son's age. And he's not close to my age, yeah. this dad. And he leaves his number on oh, like no. the table being like, hey, if you want to get have some fun and blah, blah, do the blah, blah, here's my number, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if you're looking for a sugar daddy, oh, like what kind of nonsense? And he didn't leave me a good tip either. It's like what? You, you think you would think if you were trying to get a server to go out with you. You would at least give them a 20% tip. And it's like, I was, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, guys. But like, mm. I am damn good in the service industry. I am good at my job. And I for sure remember I was like great with this table. Like we all have our bad days. We have our bad tables, whatever. And like shit gets ruined. His food was fine. His drinks were fine. They were always full. Like there was nothing wrong. But he just didn't fucking tip. And if you guys listened to our previous <laughs> podcast that came out, you know how I feel about tipping your servers yeah. and being nice to the wait staff. No so. tip equals no pussy. Yes. Or second date. Yeah. Anywho's. No, so. aside from him being way older than you, I mean, that was that was the long shot to begin with. But the big yeah. that wasn't the big no no. There's older guys who date younger women all the time. Yeah. The big sure. no no was don't leave your fucking number on the check. Don't be that guy. And, and don't not tip your damn server. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, we're gonna do an episode about that, about hitting on service people and people who are paid to be nice to you. We'll do an episode right. on that in the near future. So but, fast forward now until my new position. Oh, okay. And like, I'll still have patience though, trying to flirt like nobody's business. Really? A patient? Um, Yeah. I mean, you guys, if you guys have, you have access to their medical file, you can see all the, the, weird, I know. the weird funguses that they have and they're being treated for. <laughs> exactly. And I'm specifically in the dental field, but everyone still has to, fill out like medical histories and stuff yeah so it's like i know you have something sir that you're not supposed to have like your mouth herpes yeah so why the hell are you trying anyways besides the point but like i don't get it because i know i have nice teeth if you guys haven't creeped on me yet do so you'll (laughs) see that i have a nice set of teeth in my mouth and that's great those are some nice choppers she ain't lying i'm not lying so it's so funny how many people dudes comment on it and think that they're like super complimenting me and stuff and it's like that's it's nice but like dude <laughs> like your teeth are jank <laughs> let's get you some ortho and like get you through the treatment okay okay that's awesome <laughs> all right so that is definitely you know work related and could fall into the category of mixing business with pleasure but what i'm talking about is more of both 
parties are actually interested in mixing business with pleasure. You're talking about patients or customers who it's one sided. They're interested in you. You're not interested in them. Mixing business with pleasure is you like, mix it. yeah, you <laughs> both people want to mix it. Is it a good idea? Is it not a good idea? And when I mean business and pleasure, I don't mean like your financial advisor, same sex financial advisor, you should just keep it straight business and not go golfing with them or not. No, I don't mean that kind of business with pleasure. I mean like flirting and getting hammered together and making out with each other and sleeping together. That's the kind of mixing business with pleasure so I'm talking about. So he means straight up pleasure. Just straight guys- up pleasure <laughs> with people that you have business with. Like you ever go to a convention? <laughs> a convention is like a huge meat market fuck fest. I mean, I've been to plenty of conventions. Now, granted, you know, I spent my whole career as a firefighter. So the majority of the people at these conventions are mostly men because the fire service is predominantly men. But there's still like booths at those conventions if it's like an expo or something. And the vendors who set up those booths, they know what the fuck they're doing, just like the pharmaceutical reps. They send, they have hot women behind the the counter at these booths who really have no clue of the fire service, but they draw the men to that booth, right? And so there is a lot of flirting. And then, of course, a lot of these businesses, they hold like receptions and things like that. And it's all free booze and free food and they bring the hot women. And that's just the fire service ones. Think about every kind of convention in every industry there. And think of businesses that aren't the fire service that have just as many women as there are men. And now they're all out of town and they're all staying in hotels and they're being able to eat and drink especially drink to an extent Uh, (laughs) on their employer's dime usually. So you're more loose with the drinks than normal because you're not paying for it. And I feel like you're talking from experience, sir. Well, you know, (laughs) anybody out there who's been to any of these conventions, you know what I'm talking about. And that is your biggest opportunity for things to end up happening. And these conventions, a lot of these people who are in the same industry, they go to the they look forward to this like sometimes there's an annual convention you know it's the same time every year and they look f- so forward to it not because of the stupid little breakout seminars that they're going to go to at the convention they're looking forward to the partying and the getting laid and all of that kind of stuff so that's where that whole mixing business with pleasure stuff comes in is it a good idea is it a not a good idea what's your take sir I love it. I think that I think that it can, you know, I mean, I get it. It's exciting to be able to hit it off with someone that way because it's unexpected. And it's kind of it's kind of a perk of the job depending on what industry you're in. That there's a lot of jobs that expose you to being able to meet a lot of people, like bartenders, for example. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Bartenders meet a lot of people. It's a social environment as it is. So you know, some of the work is already done for you. People are already drinking. They're already feeling social and all that kind of stuff. So that is kind of a perk of the job. I think if you ask any bartender, hey, what's a perk of your job? They'll say all the women I get to meet or all the men I get to meet. That is mixing business with pleasure. So my take on it is I get it. It's awesome because like I said, it is unexpected when someone you meet, not a fellow employee, but somebody you meet in your industry through business, you end up having a great 
pleasure, <laughs> because we're talking about mixing business with pleasure, whether you end up getting laid or getting a good date or even just a lot of flirting, that sort of thing, that's awesome. Just know that, of course, it comes with some risks involved. Okay, that makes sense. I don't... I, I tried dating someone in my workplace a long, long time ago, back when I was a server, actually. And it was awkward when we didn't work things out. Yeah. So, like, if you're not really going to be seeing that person, yeah. sure, all for it. Go ahead, because what's really the repercussions? You break up, oh, well, goodbye. Yeah. But if this is someone you're going to be consistently seeing, ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that, because... <laughs> Ugh, unless you both agree this is going to be just a fun hookup once in a while, sure. But like, mm, A, people can't find out about it yeah, because that's just dangerous. Right, right. Because some people see it as being unprofessional, right? Yeah. And then B, if you, I don't know, you, oof. I wouldn't do it if you guys are going to be seeing each other consistently, but... Like if, if it's a sales rep or a pharmaceutical rep that maybe comes in once a month or something like that? Yeah, or like, like once a week. Nope. I'm good. Bye. Yeah. Um, that, like, that's the main reason why I would never, like, even though there was that really hot pharmaceutical dude, I don't, he wasn't even pharmaceutical. He was, he was um, like a laser treatment thing for like dermatology. Anywho, oh. but um, I would have, I would never. Like, give him my number. Be like, oh, hey, we should hang out sometime. Because I knew I was going to be consistently seeing him. Yeah, and that's smart. That uh, That's a logical way to go. It's just a lot of us. Who think with their dicks instead right. of their actual brains. Right, and I mentioned it before. I, I know my weaknesses and my flaws. And one of my weaknesses is self-restraint is not my strong suit. I'm not very good at turning things down that could end up giving me, like, an awesome experience. But I still understand that there are way more cons than there are pros when you're going to try to mix business with pleasure in one of those scenarios. Like for one thing, I think one of the pros is I think it can strengthen a working relationship. A lot of times when you're dealing with like sales reps or, you know, somebody in your industry that you only see once in a while, it is like awkward. You got to have like awkward conversation and, you know, it's fake friendly. You know what I mean? It's just kind of the way that you you, you just try to be cordial. Um, but if you have if you're on like a little bit of a flirting basis and stuff like that, that can actually increase your working relationship because you're looking forward to seeing each other. You um, kind of got that weird awkwardness, like fake friendliness out. Now it's real friendliness, you know, and that that just is is a better all-around interaction, you know? People can accomplish more together when they know each other better on a more intimate level. Of course, who knows what, what that'll be like once it goes bad. I would just not. I, no. I, like I said, when I was younger, I tried it, and it didn't really work. And I, I don't know. People just try to, like... I don't know. People catch feelings so fast. And it's like, oh, then there's that awkward conversation of, oh, I actually really like you. I can't just do this. And then it's just like, well, fuck, I just wanted to fuck. And now it's really awkward because I have to see you all the time. And if you're going to see them, just don't do it. If you're going to constantly see them, don't do it. Yeah, because like, that scenario you just mentioned, that can happen in almost any dating scenario anywhere is that one person 
wants something serious. The other person only wanted to fuck. And if that happens, then you go your separate ways and you never to see him again. But if this is somebody that's in the workplace, um, not a fellow employee, because that's a whole nother conversation is sleeping with coworkers. Yeah, Yeah, that is a whole nother conversation. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people that you see in your industry. Yeah, sure. That can turn out to be a whole nother, you know, type of bad yeah, I would definitely just not suggest it. Sorry, guys. Lo siento. <laughs> I know John's more free about this shit, but... Well, I'm about, like, taking calculated risks. And if you're willing to accept the risks that go with it, then, you know, you could be having an awesome experience. Like I said, I, I try not to turn down things that I could see as being an awesome experience. You just have to don't go in with blinders on you have to recognize what the risks are and like you know? if you guys are like oh i have such a big crush on him and stuff like that's not it there's like sexual lust where you just want to fuck yeah. and then there's a crush a crush leads to liking don't fuck them if you liked them because it's gonna make you want to be with them more unless they're obviously bad in bed <laughs> which is just a sad time in general but um yeah, I I don't I just don't like complicating shit. I don't like drama, so let's just not. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, even in a practical sense, if all you're doing is, you know, it could lead to a loss in productivity at work if all you're thinking about is flirting and fucking and not enough about working, you know, when you see these people. Yep. It could end especially if you deal with them one-on-one and there's nobody else around. The whole reason on why they're there interacting with you may not get addressed because you guys are too worried about flirting and fucking and and whatever else. So another big risk here is that others are going to notice it, whether you know it or not. If you're fucking this sales rep or this vendor, even if you didn't tell anybody, other people can kind of see it, you know, and call you out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People just know. It's really apparent when someone has like fucked guys. Yeah, exactly. And if they think that. That's when the rumor mills are going to start about you. You're unprofessional. Um, that could just hurt your position at work. That could hurt your business. You could end up getting that vendor or that sales rep or something in trouble because if you had a coworker who believes that you're fucking that sales rep, that vendor, that person may end up dropping a dime on that sales rep and calling their boss and being like, hey, I think that they're flirting or sleeping with you know people that they're supposed to be coming in and uh, on a work basis and you can end up getting them in trouble, getting them fired, getting them transferred. So these are some of the risks that are involved. Yeah, and John's like, throw them out the door. It's fine. I do it all the time. And I'm no. like, please don't. This terrifies me. Right. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on if you're willing to accept those risks, how much do you worry about your reputation and about being the subjects of rumors? You know, um, remember the thing about rumors is that if they're only partially true, then the rumor is true. You know, if people say you're fucking that sales rep and you're like, no, we just flirt now and then that's not going to stop the rumors. They're going to be like, yeah, right. You're just flirting now and Mm -hmm. then if they think you're fucking, guess what? You're fucking. (laughs) So to reel this back in and go full circle, if you (laughs) are against mixing business and pleasure, like Shay clearly is, (laughs) then avoid any, talk about anything personal whatsoever with these people that you're supposed to be doing business with. Keep it on a business level. Yeah. Um, resist the temptation to flirt, even if they're flirting with you. Because remember, 
bartenders, servers, they're sales reps. Dead. Yeah, it's, it's their job to be flirty because they're trying to get something out of you, whether it's a tip or trying to make a sale or whatever. So it may be hard not to take the bait, not to jump on board and start flirting back with them. If you are dead set against mixing business with pleasure, flirting is part of pleasure because flirting is a very pleasurable thing. It gives you a big adrenaline rush when flirting is reciprocated. So that is mixing business with pleasure. So if you are against it, don't even flirt back. Right. Don't just just don't do it, guys. (laughs) You hear the big sigh like exasperation. I'm sorry. Guys, just. You're bringing, you're just asking for more drama. If, but I am full for it if you're not going to see them like consistently. Yeah. If it's a once a year thing, oh God, I have to see them in 300 days. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like go for it. Have fun. Yeah. Have at it. But like if it's someone that you're going to see on a consistent basis, I, no, nope, I'm good. Yeah. It, no piece of ass is worth that. Nope. And hate to break it to all of you people who might have been. Totally nodding your head when I was talking about the conventions earlier. But if you are dead set against the mixing business with pleasure or not willing to accept the risks that we just talked about, then sorry, you got to avoid the massive drinking and socializing at those conventions and on those work trips because a friendly drink with the friendly hot sales rep eventually will turn into a whole lot of nakedness after a ton of those drinks are flowing (laughs) and a bunch of that flirting and may seem like a good idea at the time. But when you sober up and you wake up in the morning with that, what have I done? (laughs) And I've been there many a time with that. What have I done moments? Surprising at all. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to make work very uncomfortable after that. So I think we were pretty clear here that where Shay's position on the whole mixing business with pleasure thing is with mine. My thesis is I love great experiences and unexpected spontaneous flirting and intimacy is a pretty awesome thing. And a lot of that comes with mixing business with pleasure. I've had in the different vocations that I've been part of, I've had really great mixing business with pleasure experiences. But I have also experienced some of those cons that come with that whole thing too, which is why I tread very carefully when it comes to mixing business with pleasure. And I'm trying to share that words of wisdom with (laughs) all of you who are thinking of doing the exact same thing. Jay, what are your last words of wisdom? Um, Be careful. Don't be dumb. (laughs) right that could be in this situation or that could be crossing the street (laughs) exactly that's very general right that's Shay's general (laughs) standard textbook for day-to-day living (laughs) exactly all right and with that that'll do it for today's edition of believe in the sex playbook i'm john ibrahim make sure to hit me up on facebook and instagram with the username the real john ibrahim Please remember to subscribe to The Sex Playbook and give the show a five-star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at Shay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-S-H-A-Y. You can send us your questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, and we will probably take you up on them and use them for our next podcast. Yeah, because we're really open-minded. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say so. Um, but remember, <laughs> if you only knew, ooh, if you remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And make sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Believe Network, like the Believe in the Ducks podcast, where your host Anthony Ciardelli and ex-Ducks player Kent Huskins tells you everything you need to know about the Anaheim Ducks hockey team. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So tap into your wild side and advertise with us. And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.